0: Women aren't born warriors, we become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week I'm interviewing women who through tragedy and triumph are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. Hello, Warrior Women. The holidays will soon be here, but I know that things are feeling a little heavy right now. If you're feeling low about what's going on in the world, I get that, I get it. It's hard to celebrate and feel the joy when so many people are suffering. I get a lot of DMs and I'm hearing a lot from my clients that this year's holiday season is feeling particularly overwhelming, that this year has felt heavy and they actually can't wait for it to be over. That they would just almost rather sleep through the holidays, hit fast forward and wake up and start 2024. That time is moving really fast. They feel like things are out of control. I wanna acknowledge the collective exhaustion we're feeling between political battles, gruesome coverage of the war overseas and just life. Not feeling safe, not feeling good. To be honest, just a few short years ago, I was really struggling through the holidays. It wasn't just about the busyness of the season. It was the weight of wanting to meet everyone's expectations, including my own. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. I was thinking about what gift I wanted to give you guys this holiday season, my amazing listeners. I feel so close to you after these years. We've spent a lot of time together and I'm Constantly thinking of what you need next. What shift in perspective? What interview? What piece of wisdom that will carry you through whatever you're going through with ease? What will inspire you and help you grow? The truth is, if I could wave a magic wand and give you just one thing, one thing I'd wish for you would be a sense of bliss, because feeling blissful is priceless. I want to invite you to a new perspective that despite what's going on in the world or in your home, that even amongst this chaos, you can have bliss. Bliss is defined as perfect happiness and great joy or supreme happiness and utter joy or contentment. According to the Hindu scriptures, bliss is referred to Ananda, where reality takes on a sense of splendor. Bliss is so much more powerful than happiness because bliss is not actually an emotion. It's a state of being. And here's the good news. It's not contingent on anything external. You don't have to do anything or be anything or buy anything to experience bliss. When you're living a life full of meaning and purpose, bliss is accessible. It's tangible. Happiness is an emotion, while bliss is a condition of the mind. Sometimes people think of bliss as being in a state of euphoria, but in truth, it's about learning what brings you joy, which is often connected to what you're meant to do with your life or your calling. Writer Joseph Campbell coined the phrase, follow your bliss, which is another way of saying to follow your heart and to listen to your authentic inner voice. I know that one thing that brings me bliss is serving, loving, and helping other people knowing I can say something, just give a slight change in perspective that unblocks something in someone's mind and boom, they're on their way. Suddenly that thing that was holding them back or that feeling they couldn't shake gets reframed and they can leap forward. So how do we get there? How do we get to be in this state of perfect happiness and great joy, this bliss? To find our bliss, it's less about what we need to bring in, but more about what we need to remove. I don't need to tell you that we are inundated with the externals of life all day long. Social media, TV, road rage, racism, sexism, overscheduling, over-efforting, burnout. The list goes on and on and on. 72% of people say that there's such a high point of stress right around this time of year. It's all those externals. In order to get that bliss. We must eliminate habits, situations, and relationships that are no longer serving us and replace them with ones that do. That friend who complains and calls you all the time. That coworker who constantly makes you look bad and you don't speak up. That boss that is so demanding and you have no boundaries with him. That teenager who's on an emotional roller coaster and you buy a ticket every time. These are things we need to lessen our interactions with. No, you can't kick your teenager out into the street, but you can have ironclad internal and external boundaries. Finding our bliss is about bringing into our lives all those things that bring out our potential and help us live life to the fullest. Once we open our eyes and are aware of our bliss, opportunities begin to come our way. But right now, your bliss is being blocked by you. Now, before you get all pissed off and tell me, let me tell you I only know this because I took radical personal responsibility for a limiting bliss blocking things. And suddenly, bliss was everywhere. There was a time when I was living in all sorts of emotions other than bliss. I maybe was in bliss 5% of the time and I was chasing that 5%. It felt elusive. Have you ever felt that way? That bliss was just out of reach? That the world seems so heavy and the struggles too much that bliss can't even take hold? I've been there. That's why bliss is so important. It can be present even when you're feeling other emotions. You may be battling something. You may be in a ton of emotional or physical discomfort and you can still have bliss. Bliss is that inner joy that oneness that no one and nothing can take from you. That knowing, that connection to oneness. The reason I'm living more and more in a state of bliss is because I'm actively choosing it and I'm allowing it. There is no bliss without trust. One of the ways I was able to bring more bliss into my life was through a huge internal and external boundaries. Boundaries with people and things that felt heavy to me. Social media is one of those things. I'm on it, but less than you would think. That boundary brings me into bliss because instead of social media, I'm sitting outside. I'm going on one of my dance walks. Oh my God, I wish you could see me on my dance walks around my neighborhood. It's like I have my own music video with choreography. It's amazing. But seriously, that helps me stay in bliss, in that radical gratitude. Choosing and allowing bliss means I have systems and practices in place that ensure I get to feel that bliss. So ask yourself, what am I doing to cultivate more bliss? What habits, situations, and relationships do I need to let go of? What feels really draining to you? That is what is blocking your bliss. The first step is looking at those energy drains and being heavily boundaryed with them. The things that are draining you need to be eliminated or dialed way back. Listen, I didn't do this in my 20s and 30s and 40s, but when I hit 49, something clicked. I was a year away from 50, and I was sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. I systematically started eliminating people, events, anything that was draining me, even if it was hard. This is when I disconnected from my sister. Something that was incredibly painful at the time. Something I really struggled with. But after I did, the lightness and brightness came in. The bliss started to arrive. Let me save you 49 years. Choose bliss. Whatever's draining you, get rid of it. Life is too short to feel like shit. Life is too short to be my least favorite four-letter word, fine. Life's too short. And how long do you think you have anyway? You might not have as long as you think. What are you waiting for? No one is gonna give you permission to choose bliss. You just have to do it. Nothing gets to rob you of that bliss. You're not available for that. Bliss is something you must always be choosing. I didn't stop choosing bliss at 49. It's not a one and done thing. It's an actionable process, tangible. So what brings that bliss to you? Maybe it's music or being around your dog or spending time with your kids. What's on your bliss list? I'll tell you a few things on mine, meditation and visualization. That brings me to a state of bliss in that zone where I can feel all the amazing possibilities, where I know how guided, how loved and how supported I am. Dance walks, as I mentioned before. Volunteering with my kids. That brings me into bliss. Watching my children laugh and have fun with each other. Writing and journaling. Watching documentaries. I am fascinated by people and the way they triumph over adversity. I just watched Nyad, that's not a documentary, but I just watched Nyad, the uh, movie about Diana Nayad, and it was incredible. Seeing how many times She tried to swim from Cuba to Florida, and she never gave up. She did it. Serving my community and helping them shift and reframe. That's a huge point of bliss for me. I love lifting weights. That's another one. It may sound ridiculous, but it makes me feel powerful, connected, and blissed out. Being on the beach, feet in the sand, looking at the ocean, that brings bliss to me, that oneness. Traveling. I took a month long trip to Italy, it was pure heaven. I don't just like to travel, I like to truly immerse and experience everything. Silence, the older I get I love silence and quiet. My husband likes to have music going all the time but I like silence. Silence just lets my brain be at peace. I love helping people discover what they're meant to do, find their purpose and gifts and become the next level versions of themselves. That brings me bliss. I love curating and customizing incredible experiences for women. That brings me tremendous bliss. I also have a list of what does not bring me bliss, what steals my bliss. And there are some people on that list too. Some people that I have really limited my exposure or eliminated them from my life altogether. Political discussions. Yes, I'm voting, I read up on candidates, I'm in the world, but I don't like discussing politics or really hearing those conversations. It takes me out of my bliss. The news. I don't like all the violence. I read the news. I stay informed, but I don't like to watch it all. There are many people watching the news constantly, and when you're addicted to that news, listening to political discussions all day long, you're blocking your bliss. Social media drains me if I'm on it too long, so I have a limit on my phone. But let me say, if you're doom scrolling on social media, you are blocking your bliss. If you aren't setting boundaries with the people who drain you, you are blocking your bliss. If you're people-pleasing and overgiving, if you're overworking and never resting, you're blocking your bliss. Having deep, meaningful, connected conversations with people, that brings me bliss. I just got to interview the wonderful Gloria Allred. That brought me bliss. So what brings you bliss? I love bringing bliss to the lives of other people. When I'm at my best at what I'm doing, that's what happens. I'm in my zone coaching, teaching, reframing. When I'm on stage speaking and I feel like I'm making a difference in people's lives, I see them crying in the audience. I love meeting women and changing their perspectives and finding their unique abilities and showing them. So your homework is to cultivate bliss, to take action. Make that list of the things that do that for you and the things that block your bliss. I teach people how to bring more bliss into their lives and I'm hosting a free event this month. That is the gift I'm giving you this holiday season. I want you to feel that bliss. So register with a link in my bio if you feel called to after hearing all of this. If you want that bliss and wanna get on the path, join me. Love you warriors.